Hi, everyone. I'm Ari. This is Backdoor Convos. Today, we're joined by Joanna Angel. Hi. Hello, darling. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> so you're transitioning from LA, huh? Oh, yeah. I don't even know if I'd call it much of a transition um, because I lived in New York uh-huh. and then I moved to LA. But even still, while I lived in LA, I came back and forth all the time. You know, my family was here. I still did a, a lot here. Um, I went back, yeah, I went back and forth all the time. And um, I always wanted to move back to New York. It was like every year I'd be like, how many more years do I have to stay in LA until I can move back to New York? <laughs> and then there started to feel like a time where I was like, I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. And then, um, I don't know. I just, I just officially moved back like mm-hmm. two weeks ago. And my first day here, it, it, it like felt like I never left. Like, you're meant it's to come just, back. Come yeah. Back yeah. It really <laughs> just, you. yeah. It is just good to be here. Um, awesome. I think like all the cards were finally laid on the table and they, everything was ready for you to come. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I re- I just, I love the city so much. Um, uh, it's still hard to sink in though, because I'm so used to like, especially when I do my, my dance gigs, I was very mm-hmm. used to like flying from LA to come to New York or like last week I danced in Philadelphia and like in the morning I was like so conditioned to go to the airport and go to LA. I'm like, Oh wait, I'm just getting on the train and I'm going to be home in an hour. And I'm not, (laughs) it's, it's still weird. I'm so used to coming to Sapphire. And I actually really remember very clearly even walking in here every time I danced at Sapphire over the years, I've been, you know, I've come here at least once a year, you know, the past handful of years, other than COVID, obviously Obviously. I'm, I was so used to every time I came almost getting sad being like, it sucks to be here and then just have to leave. Cause Mm -hmm. they would always be such quick trips, like fly in, fly right back out. And it's so cool that I'm like, no, I'm just here. I'm, <laughs> you spoke it into existence. You manifested that yeah. with all your emotion and intent. <laughs> yeah, I know. I it's just, so good to have you back. It's so good to be back. Yes, back because you're originally from this area. You're from yes. New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey, yes. yes. And a Rutgers uh, graduate. Yep, went yes. to Rutgers University 700,000 awesome. years ago. <laughs> oh, please, stop. What did you study? What was your major? I studied uh, English literature nice. and my minor was cinema studies like film you know yeah how that intertwined yeah exactly (laughs) i guess i wound up doing films just fine yeah i wound up making films (laughs) not not the kind you learn in school but i did wind up making lots and lots of films (laughs) (laughs) yes you did very um iconic films if i may add oh thank Uh, you thank you thank you very much you're welcome so let's go back to the beginning then so how did you even get into the industry how did this even come come about how did this happen Uh, you know getting into the industry was uh, uh, when I was in college I mean it's so crazy to even think about the beginning not like it really feels like a different lifetime ago I mean it was it was 2002 2002 like I've lived like five lives since then I'm on my third yeah (laughs) obviously yeah and and, um, it almost feels like life is coming full circle because it really started when I was like in New York, and now I'm back in New York. I don't know. It's yeah, so you're funny. just restarting. Yeah, it's like life comes full circle. Full circle, but, a bunch of times. Yeah, it'll just keep doing it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was I was in college. I was at Rutgers University, and me and my roommate we started a porno site called Burning Angel. Yes, and that yeah. was out of your dorms, right? Or yeah, uh, yeah, well, basically a dorm, a oh. college apartment dorm gotcha. situation. Yeah, yeah. And whose idea was it? How did you guys even I, manifest that? You thought? know, uh, I I mean, my roommate. 
who became my business partner. He's, you know, my very best friend. Um, he was a male. Yeah. Yeah. Mitch. Ah, Yeah. His name's Mitch. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he obviously loved porn because he was a dude in college. It's a K Joanna. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. And I was actually, Oh, this is so long ago. We're like, I feel like I'm talking about stories from like the 1500s. (laughs) I mean, I was like, um, I actually was very like into like kind of, sex like activist work and stuff i i was like an intern at this like very feminist like sex magazine um while i was in college too okay. and i did a lot of like you know stuff with the women's studies department i don't know and, so it was um, easy for you to integrate yeah it was, like, and i was like, also being for. a writer i was like writing all these like weird erotic stories in my Ooh. writing class and stuff and i don't know and i just we, i don't know we were talking one day and he was like we should start a porn site and like it kind of started off as almost like a joke and and then, and then it, that, several years really, later, yeah, boom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was very much not a joke. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's got that, you that, here. That became life. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, that, yeah, Burning Angel started on April 20th, 2002 was when it launched. So nice. A very long time ago. And What's then I, yeah. well known. Yeah, I you sold did good the with it. company in 2018. I sold it. Yes. Yeah. So it's, I, I'm sure it's still doing really good. The company? Yeah. Well, still- <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uh, it's not <laughs> you're my out job of it. anymore. You yeah. and you're like, you can have that. I raised it. Get out of my house. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, though, as part of the sale of the company, I still was um, directing movies uh, for Burning Angel for mm-hmm. another two years. And then I actually still directed another Burning Angel. I've, I've still been directing Burning Angel movies. I, the last one I made was just a couple months ago. So I've still been directing movies for Burning Angel. Gotcha. Um, but I'm not the owner. So Got I it. just make the movies and turn them in. And- but now you're done. Yeah, and then at the beginning, I would be like, "How's the how's this doing? Did you guys do this? Did you do this?" And I'm like, "Joanna, this is not your job anymore. <laughs> Just make the movie." It's like you're stuck with it, it was, already. Yeah, it was, like, it was hard for me to to really like, your child. step back from it. Yeah, but then after after a little while, I was like, "Okay, now you're free to do yeah. everything else you want to do." Yeah. 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 So you're coming back here now. You're restarting. Yeah. You're good. You you got new plans happening. Yeah. I we'll I get do. into that in a little bit. Yeah. But <laughs> let's. I would. So you started at a time where there wasn't so much social. There wasn't any social. No, there media. was no. Social there was no media. internet. This was so that's no Facebook, no yeah before no MySpace, before social groups anything. yeah, yeah you, social platforms yeah there was none. So yeah. how do you even compare the industry back then to now? You can't. I mean, it can't, it was, right? I mean, look, there was. Porn is porn, you know. Right. People watched porn. It's always been there. Yeah, it's always been there. Time. Yeah, and, you know, in different forms, mm-hmm. you know, people watched porn. It was kind of like the early. It was almost like the internet was starting to boom. I don't gotcha. Know, like, yeah. Did you only um, film for Burning Angel? Or did you also do other? I I I well, I only shot for Burning Angel for a very 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 long time, okay. and then and then I started working for other companies. At a certain point, I did that for like a year or two, and then I stopped again and then i did it again like almost 10 years later i don't know but yeah most of my career most of my career was just shooting for burning angel got it i would have little um little spurts in between where i did stuff for other studios gotcha so how did you even catch traction was it a specific film that exploded you into all these different avenues or was it just networking? Uh, I mean, I, it, that's really hard to pinpoint, you know, talking about a 20-year career of, like, what was the moment where, you know. Um, I mean, I'd have to – I actually remember when things started to go from, like, okay, this is, like, a weird hobby or experiment or 
passion to like this is my life and my job i kind of remember a clear moment it was actually in the very early days of burning angel we were written about in the new york times i think that was in 2006 2005 2006 and i actually remember god crazy memories i worked at at a, a strip club in New York. I worked at Stilettos. I don't even think it's open anymore, right? I think it's a different one. Is it here know. in a city or is it? In yeah, it was on 44th and 8th. I haven't um, heard of it. Yeah, I think it's now a different one. Probably a competitor. That yeah, they don't really go away. Anyway. They just switch anyway, names. Yeah, yeah, change names <laughs> to a different one. I, yeah. I've walked by it. It's not called yeah, Stilettos anymore. Anyway, um, I was working there at the time. I was living in New York. So I, you know, it all started in New Jersey. Then at some Mm -hmm. point, you know, I moved to Brooklyn. I moved to New York. And then I was working at night at the strip club and working on Burning Angel stuff during the day. I had like a mini office in my loft in Brooklyn. It was a whole, it was a crazy time. And I remember the New York Times came and they did a whole piece on me. They were like, they they were, you know, they were starting to hear about me from everyone. Like, what is this they love weird this. chick yeah. with a porn site running around Brooklyn? In college. Like, in, yeah. <laughs> well, at that point I had graduated oh, okay, college. Okay. So I don't know. And they, they came and they did a piece on me and they came to like this, one of our shoots and they, you know, and they did You're wrote, such a boss. So they're like, and I, wow. yeah. So I remember <laughs> I was working at that strip club and you know, New York city strip clubs. I got out of work at four 30 in the morning. Mm. Um, and I, I remember I got a call the day before because I did the piece, you know, and it, a couple of weeks and I sort of went on with life. It almost didn't seem real. Like, it, is this really the New York Times? Yeah. It's not, you know, like, because it was running just with a the dude. punches and it was just. Yeah. And then I remember I got a call the day before and they're like, oh, your New York Times article is coming out tomorrow. We just wanted to let you know. And they had me do some fact checking or whatever yeah. just to make sure they got the facts right. Um, and I was like, OK, cool. And then I just remember getting out of work like at 4 30 in the morning and i was walking to the subway and i passed a newsstand in the in the new york times oh article like like i saw it hit the stand and i just like what took, a surreal I, moment yeah so i it, being back in new york you know it, it was a surreal moment i remember i i took it and i i opened it up to this the page it was a real. huge page yeah i started shaking <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God. And I remember I went home, went to sleep, and then, like, I woke up to 20,000 phone calls, you know. Not even text messages, because text messages barely worked back then. Yeah, 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 (laughs) emails. From family members, you know. It was like everyone, and I actually remember that day. It was overnight. You know, the website, obviously, I still needed to have a job. I was working as a stripper to support my porn site. Very weird. Very, Very weird dynamic, but I... I, you know, I, I, I mean, that was the moment too. It was almost like, I remember me and, and Mitch, my business partner, we were looking at the numbers that day and we were like, holy shit. Like it was like overnight. Wow. That, so that was a big moment where it kind right. of went from like, this is like a side hustle or whatever. So now it it's legit. And this now is what it's you're doing. like, okay, this just became really real. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even know it's what no to do. No looking back now. Yeah, it was really. It was almost like what we really hoped for, but we weren't even prepared for. Mm-hmm. Like actually, the website crashed that day, and we were like calling our hosting what company, moments? and we were wow. like, I don't know. We weren't really. This is like a help us. problem, but I don't know how to solve this problem. And so I think that was like the the beginning of one. And then I felt like after that, things just kind of kept going rolled together, and going pieced and together. Going. It's like mm-hmm. it's like life really just did not stop, and I haven't like looked back you know wow um that's yeah. an incredible that a story funny, funny moment oh yeah. wow and back actually to started yeah when i was moving all my stuff and i was going through this it was very hard constant the hardest part about making this transition from la back to new york has been not having as much space so uh, i was like what do i need and what do i throw away so i was going through this like 
big box of memorabilia, you know, of just like old stuff. And I came across, I, you know, I kept that New York Times article. Of course. So I have it in like You got to frame it. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> Put in your used office. to be framed hanging up in the office. I don't have it framed anymore. Um, Humble it's, beginnings. It's you got to hang yeah. that up there. <laughs> yeah, it's sitting, in, it's sitting in a box, but that, that I held on to. <laughs> wow. So you mentioned family even hit you up when this happened. How did they receive the news that you were doing porn? I, I mean, I told my parents uh, the day before the website was launching because I wanted them to hear it from me. Okay. I, I've always had a very like, I, I never, I don't know, I'm, I've never been like, I, I never like hid things from my parents. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure they respected Whether, that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think I told them things they really didn't want to know. <laughs> I think it was a little too much, you know, and I think it was more like too much information. So I told them the day before it launched because I was like, they need to hear it from me. Yeah. Um. They were not happy, you know, they were not stoked, um, and I was still in college at the time, and my mom was kind of like, what, what did I do wrong, you oh, know, like, mm-hmm. is this, or who did this to you? I think she really wanted to, like, blame someone, and of mm-hmm. course, they were worried, and you have to think at the time, I mean, this was porn right? is so, I feel like, very accepted now, mm-hmm. you know, like, I feel like if you would tell, not, I mean, I'm sure every parent doesn't want it to happen, but, like, now, I just feel like it's so much more common but, yeah. like, at the time, like, porn was really known as this, like, very sketchy, like, underground industry. It was known as that. I don't think mm-hmm. it was that. But, like, and there wasn't very Had much information rep. out there. Mm-hmm. It was, it, like I said, this was before social media. Like, right. people didn't know a lot about the porn industry. Mm-hmm. Now, like, every porn It was porn so star, taboo. Yeah, it's very easy to find out about mm-hmm. the porn industry now. Right. But back then, you know, and, and, um, and... Uh, I don't know. I remember my mom was upset. My dad just said, because I was still in school... And he was like, whatever you do, promise me you're going to finish college, you know, because I was like in the home stretch. And he was like, I don't really care what happens with this. He was very like, <laughs> Such I a don't dad. know, Joanna, <laughs> this is another one of your weird things, you know, because I was the kind of person they where know every year I was for, like, Dad, I want to yeah. do this. Oh, I want to do this. And nothing really ever, you know, I just always had a, you know, that's part of growing up. You're a big you, thinker. Like, yeah, yeah. Always thought outside the box. So I think he was hoping that it would just go away, you know, but um. He was like, whatever you do, whatever happens, whatever money this makes, I don't know, please finish school. And I was like, okay, I will, Dad. Got you, Daddy. So I did. I finished school. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you on that. (laughs) You have that in your back pocket now for a rainy day. (laughs) Now you don't need any of that right now. You're so established. You're good to go. (laughs) So being an established person, such a huge figure, especially in the industry, and you're like this woman boss. Well, girl boss back then, now you're a woman boss. You had like this huge company that you built up from the ground and sold it got rid of it so how is it dealing with being recognized outside like how do you deal with that? oh and look i'm i'm very <laughs> um blessed i think my amount of fame maybe blessed in the right word like thankful my amount of fame is not like unmanageable like i do have friends that are so famous they can't like Within the porn industry, or even, you know, my friends in the music industry, mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're so famous, they can't leave their house, you know, they need security 24 seven, well, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm not at that level, they can, yeah. you know, I mean, I was very, one of my very close friends is, is uh, you know, Stormy Daniels. I just, I remember there was a time she couldn't go anywhere. You know, she, I couldn't see her unless it was like cleared through like 10,000 different. Was that the recent scandal? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that was a few years ago. Now things have have calmed down, but you know, she couldn't go to the airport, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. She was So my level of fame is very like, 
one once in a while when yeah. I'm walking down the street, someone's like, are you? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, cool. Or like, <laughs> I'll be sitting at a restaurant and I get like, I love you. I'm like, cool, thanks. You know? <laughs> or like, whatever. You know, I don't get like mobbed. And a lot of times people recognize me, but they don't want to say anything. So uh, I'll get like a yeah. message on Twitter later. Like, was that just you on the subway? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you know? it's me. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> say hi next time. So, and I have to say my fans are, are very nice. I, uh, my fans I've been very fortunate for the most part. My fans have been very respectful, very wonderful. I mean, you have to understand, I had my own business, you know, so I was always very thankful for my fans. Mm-hmm, like, absolutely. They, they kept me going. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I've even had like when I have brought security with me to do events and stuff, it's something they always say. A lot of the guys that do security for a lot of other porn girls are always like, your fans are the nicest people. Like, I don't even know what to do when I'm with you. Cause nice. I'm like, yeah, you know, like, um, so I'm very lucky for that. Yes, um, you are. Yeah. So how about any, um, have you had any recent bad moments with so-called fans? Maybe in LA I mean, I or have, in New York? You know, I haven't. <laughs> Give me your most memorable. I mean, someone <laughs> I had to do I guess I did have a real stalker for like it was actually kind of we finally get the stalker story the stalker story you wanted it was kind of strange (laughs) when it happened because I was like I was like laughing I was like I've got my whole career without having one I was starting to feel a little left out and finally it happened (laughs) she's like where's my stalker (laughs) I I, I don't even want you know I don't want them to be uh, there there was an appearance I Mm -hmm. was doing I don't want to say where it was or what it was because I don't want them to you you know Mm -hmm. there was an appearance I was doing so the 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 place I was doing the appearance was advertising my appearance, you know, and there was like, a, oh my goodness, kind of like know. what we do. Yeah. Like what everybody does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, there was like a, the advertisements out everywhere and whatever saying like Joanna Angel will be here. And, um, uh, yeah, somebody, somebody called, um, basically saying like something along the lines of that, like he was going to come to the event and kill me. <laughs> because oh, no. he had some kind of obsession with me. I don't even know what it was. It's like, why don't you just, why don't you just come? Why do you have to kill me? <laughs> She's like, why does it have to be so weird? <laughs> She's like, I'm still welcoming yeah. you, but just don't kill me. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, and then so I guess he called and left. Like, you know, there was like a number you could call to buy tickets to this event, and he called and left like a million voicemails and stuff. So they had to call the police um and then the police called me to ask questions and i didn't even know this happened i get you know i was like hey maybe i have a good idea because there are actually going to be a number of girls at this particular appearance there's gonna be other people there you know and i was like maybe it's better that i just don't go (laughs) right yeah i'd say so yeah I, I don't take know. Those threats and then seriously. we went back and forth, and then I was like, "I think they think it's probably best I don't go, right?" And then we kind of went back and forth, deciding what the right thing to do was. And then you know, and they said, "Well, we'd really want you to come, so we'll just get like a whole bunch of extra security." So, um, yeah, there was like the entire police force had to come to this appearance of mine, and it looked really strange. Like I was showing up with like 
20 policemen like everybody was looking at me like, like what is who is this like, controversial woman yeah it looks <laughs> like um like i was uh, what's what's it called when you get let out of jail to do something furlough uh, witness protection no furlough oh, no. like oh. when you're like in jail yeah, but they'll yeah, let yeah. you out to go to a yeah, wedding yeah. or a funeral or yeah. something it looked like i was in jail but got like let out to like <laughs> like as to go to a strip club <laughs> for a night and, you know what i mean it's so then, you of you yeah and then even like the fans who came they were like there was a lot of security outside like way more than usual and i was like yeah i don't know i guess everybody wants to be extra safe like, i don't know i didn't want to tell everybody it was all because of me <laughs> <laughs> but you know i i, I guess i i guess i'm alive you yeah know? you're good he didn't show up or maybe he didn't yeah. just like fine i'll I just just admire i don't him know far. i don't know why he, he had to make it so dramatic like couldn't he just if he loved me so much let you Couldn't live so you can continue come to come and get you? an autograph like i don't know where where it went from like a, like love to like obsession to like i'm gonna kill you i don't really know That's what happened where something went wrong somewhere along the way um well, i'm glad you're so here. that was like yeah it was it was pretty uh scary but also a little bit funny um i maybe i should i laugh at the wrong things i have a you know very uh offensive sense of humor i guess but um but everything was okay, and I had to, you know, everybody was being, like, very good with me that weekend. And, and then the, the whole, like, police squad was really stoked because they all got paid overtime <laughs> to, <Look at laughs> you saving to, lives to be at, like, a strip club. You getting know? officers like, all, paid. Like, bordering the building, you know, <laughs> or, like, like standing there. It all worked out. It all worked out. So every, in the end, everybody wins. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for that moment, for yeah. sure. So, Joanna... Um, what was it like creating content before the hub days? Like, how did how would they even access your content back then compared how to now? How would they access it? They paid for it. No, I mean, how would they even discover you? <laughs> drop the right. bags, drop the money. Yeah. <laughs> how would they even discover you? Like, was it through conventions it's true. strictly? I or? mean, uh, you know, um, it's really funny. Way back in the day, like, I'm not joking. The early days of Burning Angel, we got our name out, which is so crazy to think. Give of. it to me. <laughs> we would. Okay. We used those like New York City. There was like there used to be professional New York City like street teams where they would have people like hand out flyers everywhere. Uh -huh. And we used them for our early days. They still have them, I think, in uh, Times Square. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it just like comedy shows and stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. like people handing out flyers. So we, we had people do like wheat pasting posters. We really had a oh, really wow. like, gorilla way you know of marketing but um you know before Pornhub there were still like there was um these old school I feel like I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm becoming like an old person talking no. about the internet now there were these <laughs> things called TGP pages where they'd be like lists of porn sites I mean as soon as the internet was so invented different. there were ways to you know yeah. porn came in and figured out how to <laughs> capitalize it set up shop so there was always <laughs> ways to market yourself but yeah I guess it used to you know like any company you used to have to do more um, it was just a different way of, of branding. Do you think um, it was yeah. um, less personal back in the day versus now? Because I feel like everyone, anyone that's a fan of you or even curious about you can access you through your social media pages. And, you know, back in the day, it was like you said, it was like handing out flyers, seeing you online. I'm sure conventions, too. But how how were they able to get persons? Were, were they able to be personal? Well, they wouldn't. I mean, I think I mean, I think this happened with all entertainers in every field. Um I mean, I, I do think the, I, I think like the element of, of celebrity or something is, has gone down a little, like it used to feel like when, 
um, people met us, you know, this would be like the only time they were going to get to talk to you. So they'd be like very nervous and I don't know. And I just feel like now, I mean, chances are if you have a favorite porn star, you're either talking to her on her OnlyFans mm-hmm, or you're absolutely. talking to her on Twitter. Or you were, so it's like chances are they've already like talked to you before. So it's just like a little bit different you know gotcha. um i think some of the mystique has gone away some of the uh the mystery has gone away yeah but that's happened with with everything i mean you everything know very so big star. Now. i mean even like i don't know when like when the presidential election is going on you know you have like kamala kamala harris like i remember she did like an instagram live where she's like answering questions i mean you think about that there was never a time where you could just like directly like log on your phone and talk to the talk to you know the the, the future vice president you yeah. know what i mean like uh-huh. Like things like that, like every everything's changed and, you know, everything has to be interactive and like part of being any kind of celebrity or entertainer these days is is spending a very large amount of your time interacting with your fans. So, um, you know, it's just the same thing in porn, just things have just kind of, you know, shifted. Right. That's such an interesting perspective, though, because you're giving me like such a like a, a different view on things, how it was back then. Yeah. And versus what it I is mean, now. It's more fast paced. Yeah. And and like more people know who you are now because it's everywhere. But um, sometimes I think the relationship's not quite as like special. Like think about it. Like when I used to do a convention back in the day, every person who was there was there because they bought a DVD of mine or they purchased it. Like there was no way they could see your porn unless they paid for it, which is really (laughs) crazy to think about now. So yep. that means they really like you. Yeah. Like they bought they something to be that there. you were in and mm-hmm. then they, you know what I mean? So now you get a lot of like, I know who you are, right? You're, the, you know, you're that, like, you know what I mean? Like you get a lot of like people who kind of know who you are, yeah. but they're not necessarily like, you like know, real fans, you know, like um, the OG yeah, fans. But, but you know, it just kind of goes with everything. But on the other level, you people have way more fans now because you're just, you know, like um, just exposed to yeah. way more people. Gotcha. So, you know. Whatever it is, what it, I mean, times change and you have to adapt with the times. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can't be one of those people that's like misses the old days. Just, you know, that's no way to advance yourself. You got to right. just, you know. Yes. Yeah. So back when um, you started popping off and everyone started finding out about you, seeing you, um, were you treated different at all, positively or negatively? Um, oh, like- yeah. I, I mean, I was treated very differently. Um, I'd have to say in the beginning, because, like, porn was just not as mainstream or as, as accepted um, back then as it is now. I mean, there was a while where I was treated very negatively. There were friends of mine that didn't that felt uncomfortable around me, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially a lot of, like, female friends, you know. They were very much was, like, how, you know, like, just they they didn't like porn. You know, they thought it was... Um, like an industry that was bad for women mm-hmm. or, you know, and I was actually in college, I had a lot of very like politically active friends that like didn't think porn was like good for women or, mm-hmm. you know, it was like whatever. I, I don't know. Like a lot of my, I did, I lost a lot of friends. Um, you know, I, it was weird. Mm-hmm. I was treated pretty differently, but I was so passionate about it. I believed in it and I, I didn't care. Those, uh, the, the, the people that, that weren't, with me uh it, it fueled me more yeah, and they should you know, have been there anyway you know? I, yeah sometimes Get i miss them. some of that controversy you yeah. know because now like everybody 
loves is porn. accepting of it. And they're like obsessed <laughs> with it and they just want to ask you a million questions. I'm like, I miss the days where people were like, like thought it was gross and, and I was like, fuck you. I but you lived through that. Care. Yeah, I lived through it. You were like yeah. through the good old like actual transition of all of that, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I remember in the beginning there were moments where I was like, what did I do? Because you know, we, at, at least uh, most girls, I was starting my own company so at least a lot of girls when they go through that initial phase they're they're making like a lot of money so they have that but i was like starting my own business and losing money <laughs> so like to go through all that and like not have like some big gangster yeah. house to be like oh well, i don't care look at yeah. all this money i'm making like i was like still in college with living the same life as oh, everyone man. else using my like waitressing money on trying to make this porn site it's like crazy to even think that that it actually worked. <laughs> um, I mean, and I even friends that I had back then, they're mm. like, they're like, we can't because they saw the early days, the beginning. They're like, we we just can't believe this got as big as it did. Like they were just in shock, you know. You didn't get the bag up front like the rest of the girls did, but you got it afterwards. <laughs> I did, yeah. So it all I, worked it was, out. It was the longer, the longer the cycle. plan or whatever yeah. you want to call it. The, the long con. I'm like, the con, <laughs> the long game. Um, You're playing the long it game. It was a longer game. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. So, you know, yeah. I mean, people treated me differently, but then look. That was the bad, but then years later, I I, I was treated differently mm -hmm. in an amazing way. I mean, things I never dreamed of. You know, I was, you know, I I you know to get I don't take it for granted. Everything I get, like to get treated like a celebrity, you know, to to have gotten to travel to so many places mm -hmm. all over the world and film these amazing projects and work with these incredible people. I mean, I've gotten to meet you know people who I was a very big fan of. Mm -hmm you know, musicians and stuff over time have, have wound up being fans of mine, which has yeah. been a crazy experience, you know, meeting people over the years who are like, I'm a big fan of yours. I'm like, no way. I'm like, you're my favorite, you're my favorite band. Or, you know, like, Life has a way I've of working itself to, out. Uh, so many just yeah. amazing opportunities. So, you know, you can't, uh, you, you know, so I've, uh, there was definitely negatives and then there was definitely positives. But either way, like, you know, I was just always, um, I was always very, very proud of it gotcha. you know um no matter what mm -hmm. and that just always kept me going that's how you, you dealt know? with the negativity then you just kept a positive mindset yeah and just i mean i believed in it i never i'm not the kind of person that ever does anything so inspiring i don't believe in <laughs> yeah i don't ever do anything mm -hmm. that i you know i've never ever also done anything like just for money that's mm -hmm. like not me that's you know a no no yeah i can't you'll it's go like through I more regrets that way yeah yeah i mean i don't know if i like money enough to do that. You know, like yeah. I need to, to feel happy you started at the end that, of the day. Yeah, you started you know? with the whole advocacy too. So it's like it all tied in and worked out for itself. Yeah. You know? So like, uh, I don't know. I've always been, been you proud of what it. I did. I never, you know, never felt... Uh, I never felt any guilt or shame. I always knew there was nothing wrong with what yeah. I was doing, you know? Um, I always loved what I was doing, so... You know. I respect it. Well, thank you. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. So, on a let's end on a on a quick positive note. So, we'll be right back so we can talk about a little more things. Hello, everyone. I'm Ari, and we're back with Backdoor Convos, joined by the beautiful, sensational Joanna Angel. Hi. <laughs> hello, hello. And she's brought us some goodies. Mm -hmm. Liquid Death. Tell me all about it. How'd you even get started? Wow. Yeah. So I I do I work. Uh, I'm a brand ambassador yes. for Liquid Death. Um, I, I guess I, I got this job um, as a 
fan, really. I uh, I loved the product, um, so I was buying it. It's sold mm-hmm. uh, in you know in Los Angeles. It's, Actually, here too. It is too. Yeah, I mean, it's sold at, at Whole Foods. Okay, and I would shop at Whole Foods in Los Angeles. I'd always buy it. Um, I started seeing it like at uh, I can't remember where the first time I saw it was. You know, it was, it was like a backstage at like a concert. Like it was um, the band had it in like their cooler. I was like, this is so cool. It was like water in a can, and I don't know. I just really liked it, and so I was I was literally a fan. Mm-hmm. And then um, somebody from the company messaged me. And was like, oh, thanks for, you know, I was just drinking it and I would post about it on Instagram mm-hmm. and they messaged me and they were like, oh, uh, we want to, you know, send you some product. Thanks for posting about it. So I was like, oh, cool. And they were like sending me product and, you know, they'd send me shirts and they'd send me all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah. So I'd always post about it. I made like funny TikToks, you know, with them, in <laughs> with and, them yeah. and this and that. And then I don't know. I mean, with Burning Angel, um, you know, with me selling the company and just... I was sort of looking for a while, being like, what's my next thing in life? And I just, I loved everything Liquid Death did. I mean, as somebody who owned a company, I would look at their Instagram and be like, amazing. Like, like, like angry. It was so good. I'm like, this is so genius. It is. It's so funny. It's such Same a, way. yeah. Like, it's where incredible. You, like when you see something that you like so much, it makes you mad. You know, you're like, God, they <laughs> How are, did they think of this. Yeah. Like, like, like they are doing all these, like, genius things that yeah. like i wish i did when i owned a company or something like, you know like where wow, they download like, all this information man. yeah and uh i don't know one one day and actually i had messaged um you know once i became friendly with people from the company i the i asked them if i could use their product in a movie at some point and um the person wrote me back they're like well you have to talk to the owner about that that's you know and then um so i asked the owner i'm like hey i just want to like use it in the background of a movie because shooting porn movies um you're constantly faced with this like anytime you shoot a scene that happens in a bar you have to put like tape over logos or just everybody's drinking no free promo yeah (laughs) well you know the company could sue you actually yeah oh sure oh well (laughs) the flip Um, side (laughs) um so you know i it always bothered me as Mm -hmm. like a director a, a a creative person or whatever mm-hmm. to just have these like scenes where like people are drinking out of like cans that with no names on it. It's just one of those things that starts to make your movie look cheesy. Yes. And I was shooting <laughs> a very big movie, um, you know, that I wanted to look good. And there was a, a particular scene that happened in a bar and this is perfect because it looks like beer, you know? Yes. And, and I actually was at that point, I was always buying cases of liquid death to bring to set anyway mm-hmm. to have, cause there's always water on set. Yes. So it just seemed like, oh, if I could just put this on camera and then I don't need to have all these like generic, you yeah, know, stupid like, tags beer. covered all over. Yeah, everything. exactly. Yeah. So I emailed the owner um, and I asked him if I could use it in a movie. I'm like, it won't be like sponsored by, you know, it'll just be in the background, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And he, he had no problem with it. And, awesome. he was, and I was like, cool, thanks. And then um, I was like, thank you. And, you know, and, uh, and he was like, yeah, and, and thanks for all the posts you do about us. And, you know, we, we really appreciate it. I was like, thanks. And then just on a whim, I don't know. I just remember like looking at the email and then I wrote back. I was like, hey, by the way, if you guys are ever hiring, like I just love the company and I'd love to be a part of it. If there's ever a space, let me know. Yeah. And I sent that email and crickets that was like, no reply. <laughs> and I was like, well, I tried. <laughs> I tried, you know. So I was like, you. Yeah. Like you're just like, whatever. Yeah. And then literally, I think it was like, Five months later, four months later, I got a reply. I was like, hey. And I was like, whoa. And he was like, yeah, actually, um, yeah, why don't you uh, 
come in, you know, do a job interview. Come in, but it was over Zoom, you know, COVID yeah, yeah. time. And it was so funny because it was literally the first actual job interview I've had in my life. Like, <laughs> other than the last time I had a job interview was to, like, work at Applebee's when I was in college. You wow. know, like, I, it was my first, like, real. I was yeah. like, what do I, what do I do? And coming from porn, um, I've done uh, movies where job interviews take place and they go very differently, you know? <laughs> so I was like, like um, I'm not familiar with this style. Yeah, I'm not familiar with this. Like, this is this the point where you tell me I have to have sex with you if I want the job? Or, you know, I'm actually used to playing the boss. I'm not used to playing the. <laughs> You're like, wow, yeah. on the other side of the couch. Yeah, I know, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, like. I don't know. So um, it was really funny. And so I remember like I, I was in my bedroom and I had to like just be on Zoom at this certain time. And I was like, do I dress up? Do I like <laughs> completely lost? And, yeah. And, um, and so he hired me to work on their on their brand ambassador team. Um, you awesome. know, where I do a number. Of, it's, it's like their marketing team. Um, and it's just this, the, the ideas that I've gotten to be a part of is it's amazing like they never cease to amaze me you know um, the, the 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 brand is just so incredible and people are like always think i own it i'm like i don't own it i really but did I, I yeah honestly but, did. I, but it's like everybody in the company feels like it's their yeah. brand like we're all you know um so yes yeah, so that's how i got the job and um yeah so now I, I work for them on their marketing team and they knew they actually knew i had mentioned to a lot of people that um i really wanted to move back to new york and um it's like every like the stars were aligned perfectly, and uh, the owner and uh, the, some of the other you know people on the staff there um, they had told me that they they needed to do more in New mm-hmm. York. It was like um, they were waiting to get the their distributor allowed. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so they said it would really be great to have me be um, on the marketing are. team in New York. So I was like, oh, this is like really amazing. <laughs> I get to come back home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was scrolling through their page when I I saw them. I think Andrew had posted them one time or something. And I I was looking at their ads and the one that caught my eye and I showed it to all my friends and it was like what the hell that was genius. The one with the watch. The commercial? Yes. It's oh, like you can't even the, own it. You Just, can't own it. You had to sell them your soul. You had to sell I them your was soul. So yep. like, wow. That's genius. I need yeah. one. Where do I sign yep, up? Yep, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love got it. I, I did get a watch. They you know they sold out really quick. You should have you should have sold them I your soul. Sold you my soul. Sold I didn't know who to talk to. Those now watches I know. were sold out in like five minutes. I'm sure. Yeah. They were so awesome. You so actually had to time. sign a contract. Like it took you to a page. It was like a contract that you had the to marketing, sign. The marketing, dude. Like it's that, crazy. Like, yeah. I remember because a, a friend of mine was buying the watch and he was like, he was like, I was with him. He's like, he actually was like, I'm a little nervous. Like, should I sell Am them I really soul? selling my <laughs> I was like, just do it. Just do it. Just give it to them. You get a watch. A yeah. really cool one. <laughs> it is. It's a badass watch. It's, it's super lit. Like, the whole voiceover yeah. and everything was so, yeah. like, and it looked like a very, like, sophisticated and classy, like, yeah. Rolex commercial or something. I know. Yeah. Right? I was like, yeah, what? You to sell your soul. So what's the story with how they started? What's their deal? Do you know? Um, well, you know, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, uh, that should be there story mm, to tell have you know but actually similarly really is like like how burning angel started like it's almost Ugh. like i've actually been um with one of the the head guy he was like the first employee 
mm-hmm. that they had. And I, I don't even know what his actual title is, lead yeah. marketing, something or other. And he, he grew up with the owner. Um, owner's name is Mike. Um, and anyway, so we've been in meetings all week. I know, right? <laughs> and he said, he said something like, like when it started, it started off as a joke. And then the, the joke has gone very far. What? Just like you. <laughs> Just like Burning Angel. One of those things, like, wouldn't it be funny if we started a water Life, can man. company? You know, and I don't want to speak... <laughs> For him, but it was something like that where it's just like two friends. I mean, the owner is, I think he's like 39 years old. We got to put him on the roster. Come in. Yeah. I mean, he's (laughs) he's a young, you know, tattooed, very creative dude. Very creative, marketing savvy. Yeah. And all of his friends that he grew up with, like work at the company, you know, so it's, um, it does. It feels very similar to to like how Burning Angel murder your thirst. But we never had a super. (laughs) <laughs> different things you can do with water that you can't do with porn you know? true true yeah. true no i love the i love the the, the avenue that they're taking like it's it's super lit like yeah it's cool in detail i'm i love everything gold yeah so, and gold and black <laughs> yeah yeah exactly well you should gotta try they have flavors now yes that's yeah. what i want now yeah and um the the mango those. can is all gold oh wow it's a gold can it's just yeah. all like aesthetically pleasing yeah love it yeah so, good look for you it goes with your outfit right it's yeah. all, that's exactly it goes, right. i gravitated yeah. toward this one and right? you too yeah <laughs> I, lo- I love the sparkling water it's amazing yeah. guys yeah. i love it so it's it's very important with um how how um popular your brand can get if yeah you're, if you master marketing i feel like you can just take it anywhere yeah but you, know? you need a good product too you yes need a good product too absolutely yeah. marketing can only well, get you so far you need both this is things. clearly amazing product yes well thank you so much for giving us the rundown on your perspective with liquid liquid death yeah i love it i want to tell the viewers to murder your thirst yes hashtag (laughs) murder your thirst kill it kill it with the ego no i'm kidding you can come to sapphire and and get liquid death here yes that is in the works absolutely (laughs) yes joanna so thank you so much for coming through and just blessing us with your energy and all of your your gems that you dropped on the show tonight yeah on backdoor convos to to be on stage later and to be back girl you're back back in new york i'm back (laughs) welcome (laughs) thank you thank you uh, sapphire for having this podcast yes great backdoor convos guys (laughs) that's it (laughs) See you guys.